One, one, two, three. Hello and welcome to the People Powered Green Left Podcast, where we give a voice to the 99% and not the big corporations. If you think this project is important, please consider becoming a supporter today. Now, on to our latest episode. Earlier this month, an eco-socialist party, Inuit Atakachigit, won a snap election in Greenland with 37% of the vote in what was described as a virtual referendum over a controversial proposed uranium and rare earth mining project by an Australian company, Greenland Minerals Limited. The election followed the collapse of the previous coalition government, which was about to give the mine the go-ahead. The proposed mine in Grenfell, in the south of Greenland, the largest island in the world, sought to exploit what is claimed to be the world's second largest deposit of rare earth oxides and the world's sixth largest deposit of uranium. Now, Greenland is an autonomous territory in the Kingdom of Denmark, but the Greenland government has control over natural resources on the island. I spoke with Niels Henrik Huge from Friends of the Earth Denmark about this development. Well, yes, uh, there are 31 uh, seats in the Greenlandic parliament uh, in Atsisatut, and uh, the winning party, as you mentioned, Inuit Asakijit, uh, now has 12 of these uh, uh, 31 seats. So obviously they have to form a government coalition, and it's most um, likely that they will uh, uh, get together together. with one of the smaller parties that are also anti-uranium mining, uh, namely Parti Nalarak, uh, which uh, control uh, four seats. Uh, So they will uh, be in a position to have uh, a majority of uh, one seat, uh, which is uh, not much. uh, A third party, Atasut, might enter the coalition. uh, they have uh, two seats, so that would give, give them a, a little uh, a bigger margin, uh, but perhaps not uh, too much. All these uh, three parties uh, are against uranium mining in uh, general and, and uh, uh, the, the creative field mining uh, pro- project in uh, particular. Uh, this opposition by uh, Inuit Atakichit uh, has uh, lasted uh, at least since uh, 2013, uh, where the uh, now uh, side-lined uh, government party, uh, the former government government party, Tiumut, uh, repealed the so-called uranium ban in Greenland uh, in order to uh, uh, in in order to accommodate uh, Greenland's minerals limited. Uh, this uh, Australian uh, a mining company that owns uh, the Crane Field project. At that time, uh, they uh, stated that they would not uh, proceed with the Crane Field mining project, uh, which is also a rare earth uh, mining project, if they were not allowed uh, to exploit the uranium. So uh, there was a conflict and it has uh, lasted ever since. So is it, um, how, how big uh, an issue was this in this election campaign? A decision in the licensing process was imminent because there's an ongoing 
environmental impact uh, assessment, which is uh, supposed to stop at uh, June first, uh, and and uh, because there's uh, because there's also uh, there was uh, at that time community election, and the Seumut party, uh, the, the former government party, uh, stand. Uh, stood to lose a lot of seats in southern uh, Greenland, where almost 80% or more of the population are against uranium mining because all the big uh, uranium uh, mining projects are located in south, south, southern uh, Greenland. So s s uh, suddenly they started to hesitate because uh, uh, they, they uh, had the prospect of losing a lot of municipality uh, seats. Uh, so the, the other government party, Demokratit, uh, left uh, the co coalition because they were uh, very fixed, uh, very set on uh, on uh, uh, providing Greenland's Minerals Limited uh, an exploitation uh, license. So uh, certainly also there was a general election uh, at the same time at the municipality election. Mining uh, was suddenly at the middle of this uh, general election uh, because it it actually uh, caused uh, uh, the the split of the government uh, and 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 the, the calling of this general uh, election. So uh, the, this election was actually in Greenland dubbed uh, the uranium election, and that was probably the determining factor uh, in this. Uh, not not surprising. Uh, 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 election win uh, for Inuit uh, at the kit uh, because it was uh, expected uh, that had been polls uh, a month ago predicting exactly this result. Now, can you tell me a little bit about this uh, Inuit uh, Atakajit party? Because it was earlier on in the government at the beginning of uh, self government or home rule for, for, for Greenland. And there was some criticism that while it was seen to be, um, you know, eco-socialist something party, that it um, it did implement a, a, a legislation that would um, make mining easier. And there was criticism from um, from uh, I suppose the left in Denmark about this. So how strongly committed? Is this party to um, the environmental issues? Well, I would. Uh, Inuit as a kid uh, is uh, like all the other uh, parties in Greenland. Uh, Ninety percent of, of the population are, are Inuit. Uh, it's an Inuit uh, party, so it's uh, in in that sense it doesn't differ from from any of the other uh, parties. Uh, it is special in in one respect, in in my opinion. Uh, I would call it a classical uh, Green Party, uh, perhaps uh, like the Green Party in uh, Australia. It is uh, centre-left, but I, I wouldn't call it socialist, uh, because you could argue that there are no socialist parties in, in Greenland. Uh, uh, they have uh, a flat tax, for instance, uh, not pro pro progressive taxing. And uh, among the Nordic countries, except for Russia, perhaps, it's the most unequal, uh, socially unequal, uh, uh, society uh, in 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 the Nordic uh, uh, countries. Uh, it, it it also differ from the other parties 
or at least the other major parties in the Greenlandic Parliament, in one respect, is not a populist party. In in I would I would assert that in Greenland the political division, main division, is not left or right, but it's populist versus non-populist, and it's actually a party that. Uh, I mean, take take uh, scientific facts uh, very seriously. They don't, don't lie to the to the electorate, uh, as uh, has been done uh, in Greenlandic politics at least uh, 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 from 2013, where they uh, lifted this uranium uh, ban. I, I mean, uh, w- one of the big issues uh, since then and even before has been uh, the the the. The assertion that uh, if you just have enough uh, large-scale mining and if you just ha- have uh, enough oil and gas extraction in, in Greenland, then you can be economic uh, self-sufficient and then you can uh, uh, be independent from from Denmark. Uh, but uh, that is actually not the, the case because uh, uh, scientific reports from uh, uh, Copenhagen University and Greenland University in, in Nuuk uh, has uh, long ago established that uh, that is not uh, possible. I mean, you have to have, uh, according to them, uh, at least 24 concurrent uh, large-scale uh, mining uh, projects, and that is uh, uh, completely unrealistic. And uh, even if you have, have that, uh, when these uh, natural resources uh, run out, you will be in a position uh, like before, only worse. So, so uh, uh, that is, in my opinion, how uh, Inuit as a Kichit differs from uh, at least the the other major uh, government party. It's uh, it's not populist, and it, it takes the politics and scientific effect very uh, uh, serious. What is uh, that party's uh, links with the grassroots uh, campaigners for environment, for instance? Is there, you know, are they involved with 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 this, or uh, are these? Um, is there any connection or influence, grassroots influence in the in the IA? Well, uh, uh, Greenland has a population of less than sixty thousand. Uh, that's uh, not much for such a, a big. Uh, uh, Island and a, a big, such a big uh, country. So, so uh, as you might expect, there are not many NGOs uh, in 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 uh, Greenland. Uh, but there is a cooperation uh, between the, the Danish, uh, the Greenlandic uh, green NGOs and, and green groups with uh, the Danish NGO uh, community uh, in Denmark, and I could imagine in Greenland. Uh, it's not. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, for for principal uh, reasons, uh, green NGOs uh, do not cooperate closely with political parties. I mean, there's a line uh-huh. there that mm. uh, should not be uh, crossed. However, uh, obviously, there's also a, an overlap uh, because uh, uh, many. Uh, if not the most of the uh, of the members and and the politicians in Inuit, as a kid, for instance, are also active in the green movements as private citizens. Uh, so so uh, 
there is uh, an informal cooperation, uh, obviously. Uh, and I, I would have to say that, uh, I mean, I've been in the, involved in this cooperation uh, from Denmark with Greenlandic NGOs for uh, give or take seven or, or eight years. Uh, and, and I have never uh, encountered uh, green activists from uh, political parties in Greenland uh, from other than Inuit attacked. But they are very active uh, also in, in the grassroots uh, work, uh, for, uh, for sure. And uh, in my opinion, that is typical of a, a Green Party. And that uh, is what it is. Uh, it is what Inuit Atakit is, in, in my opinion. There must be a lot of pressure on any party arguing for independence or more autonomy or continuing autonomy for Greenland to to deal with the question of where, how would you get to generate revenue, etc. Uh, what are the other alternatives to mining? Because it's um, that uh, are being discussed in Greenland for Greenland's future. Well, uh, for first, I, I think that one misunderstanding uh, should uh, uh, be be uh, gotten out of the way. Uh, Greenland is not a poor country. Actually, if you look at the uh, the average income in the European Union, uh, a citizen of Greenland is actually above uh, this average. Uh, however, uh, in in light of Greenland's ambition, and all the political parties have that ambition to be self-sufficient, uh, uh, then uh, this uh, current economy is not enough because it, to some degree it's uh, reliant upon the block grants from Denmark, uh, which amounts to uh, uh, on the average uh, 500 uh, million euros uh, per year. Uh, that would be in Australian dollars perhaps uh, uh, 700 million, uh, I, 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 I could imagine. Yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, by, by Greenlandic standards, that's a lot, but not by Danish uh, standards, uh, I guess, because the population uh, is, is so small. So there is an internal pressure uh, to get other uh, sources of revenue. But the Greenlandic BNP is, uh, as I mentioned, not that low. So it would, it would be a question of... Uh, a more equal distribution of, of wealth and also uh, a question of uh, of obtaining more revenue from uh, the the fishing industry because uh, uh, I think it's 90 percent of, of uh, Greenland's export uh, that is uh, consists of uh, fishing uh, uh, products but but the, the problem is that uh, the quotas I mean the the the, the uh, what, what you are allowed to fish is is uh, because uh, uh, because they want to prevent overfishing. Uh, it's, it's divided up into quotas, and uh, a lot of these quotas are owned by uh, 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 fishing fleets that are not from Greenland, uh, and also the 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 the, the, sh the fishing ships uh, themselves. So so if uh, uh, if fishing, which is and will also be in the future, the, the main uh, source of income was organized a bit different. Uh, a lot of this pressure uh, in order to uh, have large scale mining uh, would probably uh, uh, disappear. And you also have to understand that the benefit, I mean, there are two, now two uh, large scale uh, mining uh, 
uh, projects uh, in Greenland that are, uh, you could use the word mature. I mean, they are imminent uh, and, and both are owned by, by Australian mining companies. Uh, that, uh, the, one, the, the one green... in Cranefield you have uh, yeah. heard about, uh, obviously, but there's also another um, uh, uh, mining project, not not, not far uh, far from there, uh, just by very close by Greenlandic standards. Uh, actually, it's it's owned by Tenbreeze. Uh, Tenbreeze. Uh, the the owner is uh, uh, Greg Barnes, uh, I, I think, uh, and 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 it's also a rare earth. Uh, uh, Mining project, uh, but you also have uranium there. You actually have uranium because of, of the special composition of, of this ore in, in in southern Greenland in, in all the rare earth uh, mining projects. Uh, and and actually, currently uh, there was uh, the latest uh, assessment was from February. There are now ninety uh, large scale uh, mining areas in Greenland. Most of them in, in southern Greenland. And most of them are uh, open uh, pit, uh, potential open pit uh, um, um, mines, and you have them everywhere uh, where where Greenland can be inhabited uh, by people. Uh, in effect, where there's uh, no ice, so actually everywhere where uh, people can live, and you have bio biodiversity. And in the future, because of global warming, the pros prospect of farming. You have now mining areas uh, for large-scale uh, uh, mining projects, uh, and that would be uh, prospecting areas, exploration areas, or in in some few ca cases, uh, yet uh, uh, exploitation areas. And in addition to that, you have uh, fifty uh, small-scale uh, areas also. So I would. Uh, I would say that the Cranefield project is only at the top of the iceberg. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, there's now a pro-environment uh, government in uh, in Greenland, and they have ma major challenges, in, uh, in my opinion, uh, in the future, because they have to deal with these problems. That was Niels Henrik Huge from Friends of the Earth, Denmark. Well, I next spoke to Soren Sondergaard, who is an MP in Denmark, with the Red-Green Alliance. The Arctic is becoming more and more a center of global politics. Uh, and the reason for that is that the ice is uh, melting, which uh, leads to that you can, uh, you can cut uh, a lot of hours from sailing over the North Pole instead of going uh, through the down under through the Suez Canal. So you can, uh, I, you know, British companies, Chinese companies and things like that, they can, uh, they can really uh, transport uh, things much faster. And of course, it raises a lot of uh, security concerns and it raises a lot of uh, both security in terms of military security, but also in terms of uh, search and rescue operations and uh, the risk for uh, Titanic uh, experiences and things like that. So, uh, and and the, the second, and then of course mining, uh, it's uh, deep sea mining is possible when the ice is away. So, yeah. uh, and fishing rights, uh, it's a lot of uh, things there. Uh, uh, and then of course, the other thing is that um, Iceland has a lot of uh, rare, I don't know the English word. Uh, rare earth? Minerals? 
Yeah, minerals. Min minerals. Rare earths, yeah. Rare, rare minerals. Um, yeah, it's rare earths. It's used a lot in, uh, uh, you know, like uh, new technologies, electronics, yes, exactly. military. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and therefore there's this problem that um, that uh, the ones who control that you know uh, today China control a lot of the rare minerals and uh, if of course it's very important who's going to control the rare minerals in Greenland so therefore uh, Greenland and the Arctic is in center of you know global politics. And of course, uh, Denmark is not an Arctic country; we're very, very far away. But uh, we are in a, we have a kingdom, a United Kingdom, with Greenland and Faroe Island. And Greenland is a part of, uh, of, of course, country in Arctic. So therefore, uh, I guess that uh, therefore Denmark is involved uh, uh, still. You know, we have uh, 175 members of the Danish Parliament. Uh, and two uh, two more elected in Greenland and two more elected in Faroe Islands. So altogether we are 179. But then they also have their local parliament and they have home rule on a lot of areas. For example, they had the home rule on minerals, um, but they don't have the home rule on foreign affairs politics. Yeah. So therefore, the question in Kvanefjell was that at the same time, you uh, opened up for harvest uh, rare minerals. You also opened up for uranium. And therefore, there has been a lot of discussion. Should Denmark be involved? Things like that. And in the beginning, uh, there was, to be quite honest, a very stupid and uh, not very mature uh, uh, way of handling this problem in the in, in the Greenland government, they said, you know, we, they, they didn't have any concern uh, whether it was pollution or whether it was uranium or whatever. But then in the last years, uh, there has developed an environment movement in Greenland, green movement. And uh, you have also seen a strengthening of uh, this party, Inuit at Agadigit. For a long time, it has been a plus 20% party, so it has not been a small party, and it has been in the government before. Uh, but uh, now it has developed even further, plus 30% party, so, and the biggest party. So, so this has led to that this election campaign was very hard and very different. Uh, and there was uh, two main questions uh, in the election campaign, you can say three, fishery was also a question, but then there was a question of uh, the social welfare and uh, the, uh, the, the, the climate and the uh, environment and uh, the, especially the Kvanefjell. Uh, Inuit as a Gadigit is not against mining in Greenland. I mean, they are not, you know, uh, everything should be as it is. But they also want to develop a uh, um, farming industry, uh, sheep, uh, 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 corn, different uh, things, uh, agricultural things in the south of Greenland. Because of climate change, it is now possible. I mean, there's, there's a reason why it's called Greenland. There was a time way back, but 
now it started to get green again in the south of uh, Greenland. Yeah, and if not for that that moment in 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 time, uh, that the Nordic connection would not have existed. Exactly. Yeah. We all watch the Vikings program here, so we know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a huge welfare crisis, and then there's this crisis not about mining in as such, but unsustain uh, uh, unsustainable mining, and especially the uranium uh, and uh, and Inuit Atagadigit have been the leading force in. Uh, having a more balanced uh, approach to mining, a more sustainable approach to mining. And in the south of Greenland, where the Kvanefell uh, mining is, I mean, they got more than 50% of the votes. Uh, so, I mean, uh, they really got a huge success. There's only four muni municipalities in Greenland, but in the southern part, they got more than 50%. So they are they are really uh, very very strong on that, uh, and um, and uh, this is an, of course a confrontation with a part of the mining industry uh, who have planned to to build there. Uh, some of the mining industry can can use other mines in other parts of Greenland, on more remote areas, not very close to farming areas, not very close to populate populated areas as we have in the south of Greenland. But uh, of course, now there is some kind of a confrontation. And I guess that the Australian mining company and the Chinese are very angry right now. So, Australian mining companies, so one of them uh, claimed to have a connection with the Donald Trump plan to buy Greenland. <laughs> Probably correct. I mean, uh, <laughs> they were boasting about it in Bloomberg, apparently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if 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 people don't know anything about Greenland, yeah. of course, it's also quite easy to to make. I, I mean, he said joke, it's yeah. basically it's a big uh, real estate uh, uh, deal. Was well, what that's what Donald Trump was saying, and of course, you have a huge, huge land. And then you have 50,000 people, 50,000 people. It's very, very few people. Um, and, um, and of course, uh, a lot of things is very different as a part of Arctis, but also because it's a quite small community. You know? um, and in some ways, you can say the former political parties who were leading for many years after the Danish decolonization was clan parties, Atasud and Siumut. It, it was, you know, all the leaders had the same names and things like that. It was clans. But now it has uh, changed. And Inukit Adagit, just to IA, just to give a few words about them, uh, they were formed, uh, I think, in the 70s. But they were formed as a clearly left party pro-independent. Uh, and they were formed by uh, Greenlandic youngsters who have been in Denmark and was a part of the Danish uh, left movement. And you know, they were on some of the, the universities with very huge left-wing um, presence. Uh, and many of them were also members of different left groups uh, 
So, so basically what they did was that they built a left alternative in Greenland. And then um, they started it as a movement. Inuit at a Gadigit means uh, Inuit people coming together. So they started to have meetings every year called in, uh, at a Gadigit coming uh-huh. together. Uh, uh, and then from that, they formed the party, which then is called Inuit at a Gadigit. Uh, and and they quite sudden became a substantial force in Greenland, uh, and they have been in government one time, but but now they they are very big. Uh, we we see them as our sister party in Greenland, right. and Socialist People's Party uh, also see them as a sister party. Right. So you can see say that um, in Denmark they uh, they. In Denmark, they would be the same as Socialist People's Party and our party. Uh, and especially on foreign affairs and things like that, they are more on the line on us, uh, but the Red Green Alliance, but on questions on, on industrial development and things like that, they are more moderate, you can say. And that's, I mean, it's also because a lot of things normally in our vocabulary, nationalization, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, in Greenland, it's totally different. Uh, uh, it's uh, because it's a, such a small community. Uh, uh, so they, they, have, they really have to find their own way uh, and they have to f- be able to develop without being... Uh, grabbed by the superpower. And that also what Inuit have understood. They understood that if there was a fast a fast independence from Denmark, they would not be independent. They would be instead dependent on the United States or on Russia or on China. So uh, Inuit Gadigit have changed. So their perspective is they have a perspective of independence and they want to build up in capacity to be independent, but they want to maintain links to Denmark until that moment. So now we have this uh, situation where they try to balance between uh, United States, Russia, China, Denmark, sometimes using them against Denmark, sometimes using Denmark against the others, you know, try to balance. Well, that was Soren Sondergaard from the Red-Green Alliance in Denmark. I tried to contact Inuit Atakachigit to get uh, direct comment from them, but uh, we have not been successful yet, hopefully sometime in the near future. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. To continue producing shows like this, we need your support. Consider becoming a supporter for $5 a month, sharing this show on social media, and submitting your own stories. You can do all this at our website, greenleft.org.au.